0: Five, four, three,
1: two, one. Wendy Bell. Inspiring solutions to save America.
0: One show at a time.
1: Are you ready to get on board?
0: When are you guys gonna learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024. You heard me? Woo, woo. Wah. Gangsters. The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't, we ain't stupid, man, American people, man. We ain't, we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be, man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody, nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's gonna be cause we ain't having nothing else.
1: From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program.
2: Welcome, welcome back. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Program on the clock. Hey, if you're new to the show, I want to tell you about our podcast. We are so close to two million downloads that's 2 million people who've taken the time to search wendy bell radio wherever they get their favorite podcasts and to get our podcast onto their phone or device so that they can watch or listen later please be a part of our family it's great easy to take along with you wendy bell radio wherever you get that stuff five-star review if you don't mind like share follow we appreciate you so much i think if i had draw my line in the sand I think we care more about our pets and animals in general than we seem to care about other human beings, which is just, it's just amazing to me. This whole preying on children thing, it's so disgusting. You know, and I've got a special seat to it because I come to you from the land before time. It's Pennsylvania. It's a great state. I can't wait to get the hell out of here. They've ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. So that Rachel Levine, the assistant or deputy health secretary of suck, who they anointed an admiral of, like what? It's like playing dress up. That's what we are. This individual was the head of the Department of Health here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania during COVID. This is an individual, a medical professional, a pediatric psychologist, I believe, right? Who promotes, advocates as compassionate care. The mutilation of a child's body. At some point, there's got to be a grown-up in the room to throw these people down the stairs. You are a danger. You are a disgusting danger. And I I just, I don't get it. I didn't understand Mike DeWine, governor of Ohio, twerp that he is, who's completely laid an egg on East Palestine, Ohio. Talk about zero governance for the folks who have been absolutely brutalized by that toxic train derailment decided to veto a measure that was passed in the Assembly in Ohio to prevent these transgender surgeries. Let's call them what they are. They are horrific, Frankensteinian mutilation of children. And Governor DeWine was like, you know what? I, I, now I think we should probably still allow it. It makes sense. No, it doesn't, dude. You cannot tell me that you won't let a child who's 12 drive a car on the highway, but you think somebody who's five can determine, you know what? I'm thinking I'm born in the wrong body. That's called mental illness, and it's usually provided by disgusting adults. It's called predatory adults. Groomers. Now, in the, in the scintilla percentage of people who are like, you know what? This is really weird. I think I'm going to change some stuff. That's fine. Do it as an adult. And and by the way, I don't want to pay for Any, any of it. The Ohio Senate in a wild moment grew a pair yesterday and decided to override Mike DeWine's veto of legislation saying, you know what? Minors, sex changes, puberty blockers, weird crap like that. uh Uh-uh. It's a positive spin. The National Catholic Register, this is where I'm getting this headline for you, Ohio bans sex changes for kids, overriding Governor DeWine's veto. The new law will prohibit doctors from removing a child's genitals or performing any surgeries that would sterilize the child to facilitate a sex change. How many of the most recent mass shooters at schools and other places are people who have gone through transgender stuff? why hasn't the media covered that oh it's an inconvenient truth these aren't r- weirdo right-wing MAGA freaks who are like let's go shoot up a school these are people who have serious mental health issues hmm is there a connection <laughs> you think Ohio lawmakers voted overwhelmingly to prohibit doctors from facilitating sex changes for children on Wednesday, January 24th. In a successful override of Governor Mike DeWine's veto of the legislation, the bill, which will go into effect in 90 days, prohibits all gender reassignment surgery performed on minors and the prescription of puberty blocking drugs and hormone treatments designed to facilitate a gender transition for minors. This is not complicated. Grow up. Give yourself an ability to, to decide, to go through puberty, which sucks for everybody. I remember it. I had big buck teeth, Ooh, super duper long legs, right? I look like a mutant. I remember puberty. You don't forget it. Instead of grooming kids who are going through stuff and saying, you know what? We can make it better for you. Take these pills and I'm going to chop off your penis. Okay? All right, super. Super. We can wake up and have a conversation. Good for you, Ohio Senate. Good for you. But that brings me to this, because right across the border, right near East Palestine, Ohio, crossing into Pennsylvania, we've got this from PAFamily.org. You ready? I don't think you are, because I wasn't. Shocking new report reveals Pennsylvania governor government spent more than $20 million on transgender surgeries and services for minors. No wonder your taxes suck. What are we paying for? I didn't vote for that. Nearly $14,000 per day in taxpayer dollars spent in 2022 alone on sex reassignment and transition-related services through state health insurance programs for children. I'll just give you the top lines. A new report reveals that 20 million, more than $20 million in Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars have been used to pay for sex reassignment and transition-related services and drugs on minors since 2015. Look, If you're a crappy parent and you think, I should totally let this happen. I know he's only 12, but let's do this. I think we should do this. Pay for it out of your own pocket. And then you know what? You have to pay for all of the mental care that's going to go to that kid when they grow up. Because they're going to need it. The Pennsylvania Family Institute filed a right-to-know request with the Pennsylvania Department of Human Services, which reveals that from January 1 of 2015 to July 28 of last year, More than $19.8 million in tax dollars, my money, have been spent on puberty-blocking drugs, cross-sex hormones, and gender-related surgeries for children 18 years old and younger. That's just a disgusting statement. Take the money out of it. There's enough kids that we've mutilated, and there's enough wackos in our hospitals going, oh, that's so great. You are monsters. To date, estimates would put that total well over $20 million in taxpayer funding. This shocking report reveals Pennsylvania taxpayers are being forced to fund harmful drugs and surgeries on children, sending millions of dollars every year. Where the hell is the Pennsylvania General Assembly? What are you people doing? Besides failing us every single day, this is an 8,200% increase from 2015 to 2022 for drug surgeries and services, not to mention all the healthcare you'll need. The rise in funding sex change surgeries and services has become big money for hospitals. Dr. Shane Taylor from the Vanderbilt Clinic for Transgender Health in Tennessee has stated, these surgeries make a lot of money. Oh wait, it's all about the Benjamins, get out. It's almost like we didn't see that coming. What? The rise in funding, sex change, surgeries, and services has become big money for hospitals. So female to male chest reconstruction can bring in $40,000. A patient just on routine hormone treatment, who I'm seeing only a few times a year, this person says, can bring in several thousand dollars. It actually makes money for the hospital. I mean, what does this remind you guys of? Oh, that's right. I forgot. covid Getting somebody on a ventilator, well, that'll get you $20,000. And if you can kill them with it, I mean, if they die while on it, that's $39,000 per dead COVID person. Ah, what a shame. Cha-ching. Ew. Ew. Surprised? No. But this next story might. More than half of Democrats polled said something about abortion, which is disgusting. But it's important that you know what you're up against. And I've got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. All right, so before I get into this next story, which will have your hands shaking, I want to get quickly back to this Pennsylvania family article. At least three Pennsylvania children's hospitals are currently performing gender affirmation services. Isn't that nice? You can put lipstick on a pig, right? Gender affirmation. Oh, it's so nice. They're such good people. They care. They affirm your gender. They embrace your gender. And then they want to chop off parts. Super. Include the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Unfortunately, the moniker there. Acronym, CHOP. UPMC Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Great job, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Penn State Health Children's Hospital. In 2015, doctors from Pennsylvania hospitals lobbied to expand state coverage of these harmful surgeries. This has been cooking for a while, guys. And they've since lobbied against any state prohibition of taxpayer dollars being used for these harmful procedures through the Children's Health Insurance Program CHIP. CHOP has held numerous, CHOP, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, has held numerous training sessions for school educators and counselors. We're grooming the groomers with evidence showing that they encourage keeping information secret to parents, secret from parents. Isn't that great? Look, I know we're going we're gonna to remove your penis. I mean, it's, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I mean, it's a little sore for a while, but I'm sure it'll be just fine. And your parents don't need to know. That's called predation. That's called being a monster. That's not being a medical professional. That's dirt bag central. Ew. That brings us to this. Breitbart, headline, poll. Over half of Democrats support aborting babies with Down syndrome. How many of you have been fortunate enough to spend time or have a child with Down syndrome in your life. I personally believe, and I've said this numerous times, that I believe God puts these people in our lives to teach us about grace and joy and love. This just doesn't make sense. More than half of Democrats support or strongly support eugenics, style abortions of babies with Down syndrome, a recent poll found. When respondents were asked, do you strongly support, support, oppose, or strongly oppose abortion? Because the child will be born with Down syndrome. 56% of Democrats say they support such abortions. 56% Democrats are at odds with overall poll respondents, 58% of whom disagree with aborting babies because they will be born with Down syndrome. 39% of overall respondents say they agree with aborting babies with Down syndrome. Republicans, 75%, and independents, 58%, are overwhelmingly against the practice In contrast to their Democrat counterpoints. However, 24% of Republicans and 39% of independents think babies with Down syndrome should be killed by abortions rather than being born. The findings are part of a Knights of Columbus Marist poll on abortion released before the 2024 March for Life, conducted with 1,371 adults between January 8th and 9th. The results, statistically significant within 3.6 percentage points. The poll also found that a strong majority of Americans support abortion limits and pregnancy resource centers. Democrat support of aborting babies with Down syndrome harkens to the eugenics movement in Denmark. In 2004, Denmark became one of the first countries to offer prenatal Down syndrome screening to every pregnant woman. Nearly all expectant mothers chose to take or choose to take the test. Of those who get a Down syndrome diagnosis, more than 95% choose to abort, the Atlantic reported in 2020. Look, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do with their bodies. It's not my job. I believe you should do you. Facts. But it is just so starkly cavalier to me. And maybe I'm looking at this wrong. Maybe I'm being unfairly harsh. Because until you're forced to, to face this predicament, you know, they do genetic testing on the fetus. They do screenings. Two of my five sons... I was warned early on in the pregnancy seemed to have problems. And did we want to test further? Because you can do, I guess, an amniocentesis. You can get fluid from the amniotic sac. You can do all these other things to test. Do you want that testing? Because from what we're seeing twice, I got this, this child has the potential to have a problem. And my husband and I looked at at each other and said, why would we do that? Because it wouldn't change what we would do. Doesn't make me better than anybody else, makes us different. But by golly, am I different from an awful lot of Democrats out there. Quick time out when we come back. On the Wendy Bell Radio program, apparently Barack Obama is sweating about Joe Biden running. Please. Uh, You got to hear this report. It's amusing. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So I remember years ago, I fell in love with that TV series Burn Notice. And I've stumbled upon it again on on uh, one of these apps I have, and I listen to it while I do work around the house, whether it's laundry or it's cleaning or I'm cooking dinner. And so often in the show, it's, it's predicated on this idea of a guy who was a spy who got burned and blacklisted and is kind of on his own trying to find who burned him. How did he get kicked out of the agency? How does he get his job back if he wants to get it back? And all of these trials and tribulations with his friends, et cetera, et cetera. And almost every episode coming out of a commercial break has a little, you know, conversation. There's a voiceover of his where he's like, when you're a spy, you do this and this and this and that. And it's always when you're a spy, you're never relaxed. You never believe what people are saying to you. You never let your guard down. You expect everybody to be deceiving you. You expect everything that's coming your way to be a plot against you so you're never caught off guard. I can't imagine if that's truly what it's like to be a spy. I can't imagine living that life. And yet, I'm living that life without the excitement of of espionage... I feel like I can believe nothing. And and I've, I've come to that point where you trust no one and the circle around you of trusted friends or news sources has gotten so small that you almost feel isolated. And then you realize that you're disturbingly comfortable in that solitude, that you're fine not having some wild social life, that sometimes it is the safety and the confines of home and the select few people you let in to your inner circle, that's all you need. Because we cannot be, we cannot be desensitized to the idea that our, elect, our elections are woefully corrupt. That's not okay. We can't accept that. That's not something that should stop outraging us, right? You can't be okay with that any more than we can be okay with the Biden crime family syndicate and their, you know, fairy family of grifters should should be allowed to break the law and put each of us in danger so that they can enrich themselves. Like that can't become standard operating. It, it cannot be okay for, for our government to, to unleash a virus, whether intended to, it was intended to, or was accidental. It cannot be okay for the people who promise to serve and and to watch out for this great land to be the very monsters we fear in our nightmares. We're going to lead the show, we're going to end the show in, in a little bit with an audio soundbite, all of a sudden now, we're allowed to start talking about things that had been verboten before. Dominion voting machines. That was like Lord Voldemort, you weren't allowed to say that. Shh. Well, why? It's not good enough for, for Dominion to sue, to not produce the records necessary for an actual review of the equipment And to demand that we all just believe in them. Because I don't. I live like a spy. It's not enough. Now. For Nora O'Donnell from CBS News. To ask Bill Gates about the vaccine side effects. Where have you been Nora? I know your network took a lot of money. From the government. During COVID. That was the bribe. To stay quiet about what was going on. See when you're not in on the take and you speak out about it they come for you but like Carrie Lake who could not be purchased we could not be stopped we should be able to ask questions and we should be able to expect that the people who damage us who hate us should be held accountable I found this article, again, on PJ Media. Barack Obama is telling Joe Biden to quit the 2024 race. I imagine Dr. Frankenstein, right, putting together the pieces of the monster, and then the monster awakens, climbs off the table and goes into town. Do you really think Barack Obama isn't in charge of all of this? Of course he is. I have complete doubt that Barack Obama is telling Joe Biden anything. But this is your story. Earlier this month, we learned Barack Obama advised Joe Biden on how to beef up his reelection campaign. Now he appears to have given up all hope for Biden's struggling campaign. Please. This isn't some epiphany. There's not some revelation. Wait, what? He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know how to talk anymore. What? Please. The former president and other allies of Biden's have advised him, quote, to quit the 2024 race to save America and the Democratic Party, according to a report from Radar Online. Insiders snitched that tensions. Between the two presidents recently exploded after irate Obama rushed to a secret meeting and confronted Biden about his fading chances to fend off surging Republican candidate Donald Trump in the upcoming November election, explains the report. Do you believe that? I believe that as much as I believe James Carville, who we started the program with, as he was saying Donald Trump is a convicted racist and we have to stop talking about him like he's normal. There's just derangement out there. Derangement and corruption and darkness. I know, right? This story continues. Incredibly, Joe seems almost oblivious to the lack of excitement about his campaign and cratering approval ratings. That I can see. Right? He's insulated. He's not out there. He's not out and about. He's not reading the paper, for God's sake. Do you really think he's scrolling through social media, seeing what people are showing on Facebook? Of course not. Dude's out to lunch. Recent polls show a scant 38% of Americans approve of his performance, with a whopping 58% holding a negative opinion. The Obamas are convinced Joe has lost his grip, an insider confided. He never had a grip. That's why he was the perfect dude to put there. Vacuous, greedy, right? Mental mediocrity with a, with a wacko wife who wants more than anything the title. And the awful clothing, of course. And I don't believe these stories. I don't believe that Barack Obama is worried about anything. And that's why I find this very intriguing. Look, Van Jones on CNN, he is a Democrat and I do not agree with Democrat views. I just don't. However, I would love to have Van Jones on my show. I've reached out to him. Crickets. Crickets. I've reached out to Dean Phillips, crickets so far. Come on my program. We can be opposed politically and have civil discourse. I'm legitimately interested in what you're thinking because there's no way in Realville you can get behind anything this Democratic Party stands for. James Carville's out to lunch. He's out there in left field. So who knows what the hell's going on with him? But this is very interesting. Van Jones says this. He says Biden should stay hidden to win the election. He doesn't inspire confidence. There's nothing inspiring about him. And, and everything that we've been told about him has been a giant, ridiculous lie. That everything is going well. That the economy is, we have people living in freaking caves. Caves. I want you to hear what Van Jones has to say because it's, it's brief, but it's succinct and it's accurate and there's a reason why he said it go ahead
1: were biden i would i would stay hidden and i'll tell you why um he doesn't inspire confidence and he's not a great messenger for himself
2: he's not a great messenger for anything he's not intelligent you can talk to somebody who's not very bright you can find it out real fast tough to talk to dullards Joe Biden is king of the dullards. But I want you to hear what he said. He should stay hidden. He was hidden in 2020. He didn't campaign. He wasn't out there. They want you to forget that. And he supposedly won with 81 million votes. Aren't these lies, these tall tales, these ridiculous statements, these monster whoppers? At a certain point, aren't they just insulting? Aren't you just insulted? I'm insulted, which is why I wanted to bring up on today's show, this story about Kevin Morris. These people ought not get away with this. You cannot pay $5 million to continue feeding a family of suck and then expect to get away with it. These people must be held accountable. How that happens, I don't know. But it starts with us never normalizing what they've done. It is not normal. What they believe is not normal. The stories are not normal. The corruption is unacceptable. And the minute I stop being offended by these stories, by every single thing we tell you, is the day I got to pack it in and move along. Because I'm fighting. You're fighting. Carrie Lake is fighting. It ain't about us. It's about who comes up next. Our children. Nora O'Donnell with Bill Gates might be the explosive sound of the year. All of a sudden now, CBS is getting onto the the story that this vaccine apparently is not as great as they thought it was few years too late, sister. Bill Gates squirming in a most delicious fashion. Don't miss it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Hey! It takes a lot to make me go, what? It takes a lot. I'm sure it takes a lot for you to be like, did you hear that? Oh my goodness. This is one of those things. Do you want to know why you didn't get honest reporting? Honest news coverage during covid Because with the lockdown came money. The federal government in the CARES Act bailed out a lot of news outlets. Hey, we know it's going to be difficult. People are shut down. Hard to make ends meet. So we're going to give you some cash, right? So that you can make payroll and maybe get a little something, something on the side. But here's what we need back. You don't cover this story. You don't talk negatively about this vaccine. You do what we say. We'll tell you how to cover it. A lot of outlets took it. A lot of places. That's why you're not allowed to talk about certain things. Isn't that disgusting? Bribes. Blackmail. That's all this is about. So apparently the statute of limitations on that loan or that, pay, that, that payment to media has expired. Because now we're hearing about Dominion voting machines and the Pfizer jab and other jabs. (gasps) I just heard um, some people are getting like weird reactions to the to the shots. What? No. Really? Nora O'Donnell. Where you been, girl? I want you to hear the give and go. Nora O'Donnell, CBS Evening News with Bill Gates. Oh boy, the squirm, listen. The side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked, after the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. So are these vaccines safe?
1: Well, the the FDA not being pressured will, look hard at that the fda is the gold standard of regulators uh and their current guidance on this if they stick with that is is very very appropriate uh and you know the it the 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 side effects were not super severe that is it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh (laughs) the things that are they you know moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose and so uh, you know, to get the antibodies. Some of the other vaccines, uh, are going, able to go with lower doses to get, uh, responses that are, are pretty high, including the, the J&J and the Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them, uh, that are going out there. And and yes, I think, you know, the data better than I do.
2: But the bill bill, the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect.
1: Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic where you know it's just you know super painful but yes there we need to make sure there's not severe side effects. the FDA uh, I, I, I think will do a good job of that uh, despite the pressure.
2: The FDA wanted 75 years to put the side effects on a shelf, Bill. It's a yes or no question. Are these vaccines dangerous? Oh, the FDA is gonna look at it. Do I need to do it again? The side effects just from phase one of the clinical trials in which 1,223 people died. Check me. These are all side effects. Oh, my camera's going everywhere. (laughs) These side effects. Nine pages, ladies and gentlemen. Nine. Single space, back to back. It's not like Guillain-Barre syndrome. Return. Bell's palsy. Return. Testicular cancer. Return. It's one after another after another wrapping around the lines. Nine pages, Bill. And you're waffling yammering, stammering, stonewalling, excuse making of suck. How freaking dare you? And why didn't Nora ask him? Before I let you go, Bill, you know, so weird. Um, we see that you're buying a lot of farmland in Nebraska. What are you doing with that, Bill? What are you doing, Bill? Why are you trying to make fake breast milk, Bill? Why are you trying to vaccinate the population, even though you've said many, many times how much you're interested in depopulation, Bill? The side effects aren't that severe. 1,223 people dying just in phase one isn't severe, Bill? Nora showing us that She doesn't have anything. She doesn't have the stones of the Ohio State Senate. She doesn't have the stones of governor Greg Abbott. She doesn't have the stones of Carrie Lake, nor the passion for the truth. And the truth is never again. There is no virus, there is no calamity, there is no emergency, no mandate, no edict, no narrative, no nothing that will cause me to believe anything these people ever say. So when they come running to us with disease X, oh my gosh, It's almost like we predicted this at the World Economic Forum on our private jets. And they say, oh, no, 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 no. Just roll up your sleeve. You have a decision to make. Does Bill Gates sound like somebody who can be trusted? Or somebody who ought to be exposed? Because you know where I lie on that. Bring it. Thanks for tuning in to the Wendy Bell Radio program today, my friends. We hope you come back because we'll be here in 21 hours. Until then, peace.